<laughs> and it's funny to me that Big Bang and Got Seven are we share those as our cherry poppers. Because <laughs> I relate to you so hard. Like going from Big Bang and that like just oh my god, I love G Dragon. I love all of them except for you know. And then Got Seven. Specifically, got seven. I don't ever. Girls, girls, girls that love me and Sebastian. Because <laughs> I'm over here like, yes, Jackson. Jackson with that weird hair thing yeah. on his head. <laughs> Because we are here, people. Wait, are you recording, Sasha? Yeah. Yes, we are all recording. We're recording. We're recording. So this is episode three of the Know It All, Not At All Korea podcast, where we claim to know a lot, but indeed know very little and are here to learn. So last episode, we ended up talking about my kind of entrance into K-pop. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. And then the first episode has been Danny's entrance to, to K-pop, where we also talk a lot heavily about BTS. So go check that out. But today, we kind of wanted to expand a little further because we're going to talk about Sachelle's entrance into K-pop because it's unique. She has been into K-pop, or at least on K-pop's radar, for a lot longer than either of us by a decent chunk. So for her to have that insight, we're going to kind of walk through that. And then we're also going to kind of talk about expanding a little bit more than just k-pop more into korean and other eastern asian cultures that we have kind of all appreciated for many years so if that interests you buckle up we gonna get going because i'm sebastian i'm danny and i'm sasha and we are your brigade here to the brigade talk about Hello. the k-pop you guys like the k-pop that's all over the radio about k-pop i love the k-pop Oh, my goodness. Dear God, darling. K-pop. Dear God, man. Yeah, but, like, on it, like this episode is the one I was looking forward to the most out of the series, even more than my episode, just because your perspective on getting introduced to K-pop from a Korean person well before, well before it was ever on any, like, any radars over here, man. So like, how was that? We're like, talking, we're talking pre Gangnam style. <laughs> by like, by a couple whoa. years. By I'm a so lot. excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn so much. <laughs> yeah. Like... So I mean, a conversation into uh my origin story dun, dun, dun. definitely has to. You have to go kind of back in history. So we have to start outside of Korea. We have to start. In Japan, ah. because my first introduction to East Asian culture was anime. So I spent a good amount of time, like <laughs> a good amount of time, more than we care in to middle admit Yeah, <laughs> like totally. I was into all kinds of anime. Like I, or like, you know, like I was watching things that were. Uh, like they were in Japanese and then like 
overdubbed sometimes oh or like things Those with, are things so with subtitles that'll be a like, future episode too stay tuned uh for the future we'll talk about anime and how it's cool now and how we all deserve like restorations for that or something anyway yeah we need reparations, reparations. from yes. yeah we need reparations from the overdubbing <laughs> of our anime youth it was bad bro. uh because it was, it was bad but i loved it like that so I just want to put that out there that like Japan heavily like kind of did a right. nice like slide into my DMs for yeah, before DMs right. even existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slid into my inbox in my Yahoo.com. AOL. <laughs> my AIM. My yeah, AIM. AOL oh, instant messenger. Jeez. Oh, no. We're uh, old. K-pop. K-pop hit you with the hotmail. Yeah. <laughs> And it'd be like that, though. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> it does. Okay. So, Eastern Asian culture. Yes, Eastern Asian culture. So, the first introduction, anime. And then, second introduction. So, we're still not even at K-pop. We're not right. even at music. Right. Now, I got introduced to Maple Story. And I think that was in, like... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't know if everyone knows, but let me just... Maple oh, Story is this like it's not eight bit, but it's like this two D game where you play with these little cute chibis and you make like it's actually pretty awesome and pretty in depth. But if you look at it on surface value, it doesn't look like much. But that's Maple Story. I just had to let them know. Okay, that's fine. Any uh, army out there, you guys should know Maple Story because BTS Jin. Jin still plays it. They just released a bunch of new uh, cash shop items that are BTS. Can I link my... Can we do a little meme of my person for the video? A meme? Yes. Yes, yes I can. Yes, I can do okay. that. I will show you my character. It is decked out in BTS. Literally. <laughs> you have all the BTS items already? I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so I'm awesome. just gonna throw it out there. Uh, I am not that into Maple Story, but I can understand how Sachelle, like being in this world, put her K-pop adjacent because Maple Story is super popular in Korea. I, isn't it a Korean game to begin with? It Nexon is Korean. Yes. Yes. So like they, they it's it's a Korean game, and in Korea, gaming is is a really big thing. It's a, it's a, a I would I was gonna say favorite pastime. Like baseball is America's favorite, <laughs> but I can't say that for sure because I've never. Well, they been. have like internet cafes and stuff right. there. They, so. They're decked out when it comes to gaming, so a lot of people play this. It's a very well-known game. Yeah. Okay. So I will say I started playing MapleStory in 2005-ish. So this is like still 15 years ago. Like it's wow. a, 16. Bro. It's a long time. And it released in Korea, I think in 2003, and I think it re I think I played it the first year it was released in America. When you couldn't read anything <laughs> 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 on the Korean servers and your FPS is so low. No. A 2D game. I can't I would I would never play on Korean servers because I have no like I don't read Korean. I don't know anything. But right. The game had a lot of stuff in it, and I was like, this is a weird story. Like, there was a place called Korean Folktown. I realized that's, and I didn't even realize, like, I was like, oh, that makes sense. But then I was like, oh, all of these 
stories in this town are based on Korean folk tales. That's so dope. Did not click for like a so, year. <laughs> I, I I was today years old when I found out. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like your dragon rice back and forth between uh, two brothers and like no nobule no whatever but it's it's super cute it's a fun game and I was like I love this game and then I got really into like learning I learned all kinds of like like their food yeah. because the potions yeah. are actually like food like right. Korean food if anyone who's played MapleStory <laughs> knows they do a really good job making the food look delicious. <laughs> it looks so good it's it like cartoon so food but you still kind of like yo i'd eat that that's though. so cool i kind of want to play maple story i've never oh you would love it, it. Jenny love would it. love maple story I'll install, I'll install it on the computer now i gotta reintroduce my girlfriend into maple story it's all she's gonna do oh man I, i'm saying thank you as well but for a different reason <laughs> it's gonna be so fun yeah so yeah so Maple Story uh, was a big part of my life, and honestly, like fifteen years later, I still play it. You have so, all the BTS items already somehow. Did you buy them have, or quest them? Yeah, you have to buy them. Ah, uh, well, yeah. With real money, I'm supporting the boys. All right. I'm a free I'm ninety-nine kind of guy myself, so you know. Oh no! Oh my god! My character looks like straight hundreds booty. of dollars. I have spent hundreds of dollars in this game on aesthetic items. Wow! It's how I be. It's how I be. It be like that sometimes, though. <laughs> All right. They honestly, though, like, real quick, when it comes to like Korean culture, I like honestly masked. It was blanketed just by Eastern Asian culture for me, just because, again, anime really being the only entry point, and then like you move into the video game world, which Japan had created amazing video games as well. And then you just start to see, like, every once in a while, like, a Korean game, like, Maple Story, pop up. And it's, like, super popular. And you're like, oh, what, what's going on? Or even games that what aren't inherently Korean, like StarCraft or uh, uh, League of Legends, where you're kind of, like, mildly interested in the game. And then, like, you find out the best players in the world are Korean. And you're like, what? Like, Korea. Like, Korea. Like, like before K-pop really... <laughs> brought Korea into the scope, it was kind of being dabbled in game with games like MapleStory. Yeah, I will say, like, it kind of helped me. It, like, eased me into it. So it got me into, like, I like cutesy stuff. And, you know, like, MapleStory really game. did that for me. That's one like, of the it, awesome parts about Eastern culture is that, like, cutesy. And in Jap Japan has kawaii, I think, as well, which is, like, this whole cute yeah. aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's I'm pretty there. sure China I, has Kai too. Oh yeah, I've loved that since I was a child, dude. My first gig that I ever had was babysitting, and my first paycheck that I ever got, I spent on a Tamagotchi. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so we've been here, we've been here, but K-pop as a whole, though, when did it start? To, yeah. When did K-pop come on your radar? Yeah. Okay. So I ended in 2005. So that's when Maple Story was there. My okay, so <laughs> my first K-pop song uh was Lies by Big Bang. And such a good song to be your first. I song. literally loved it. I'm so jealous. So for <laughs> and yeah, so I think when was it 2008? Dang. Right? I don't know. 
right? Dude, that's way before my K-pop birthday. <laughs> or way, right. like, that's Woodstock to me, man. I don't know. <laughs> so it's basically, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it was in 2008. So, yeah, so I really uh, got into Big Bang. And so I wasn't exactly a K-pop fan, but I was a Big Bang fan. Right. Hence the lovely G. I feel like that's like kind of an American thing. Uh, if you were pointing to G-Dragon, the people at home will see yes. you do it. But we, you've been yes. frozen for so long on our screen. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah, I was letting the people at home see. Oh, yeah, for all the listeners who are just... They don't have the video for it. Sasha has this amazing poster of G Dragon. Of G Dragon. The Big Bang. It was beautiful. I feel like that's how Americans get into K pop. Like, at least most of the Americans I know is they latch onto a group, like just one group. Then they kind of don't mess with like other uh, parts, forms of K pop. They literally just like stick to that one group and then slowly but surely your eyes get open to more groups like that group. And then you kind of are a little more forgiving of other groups and it kind of grows and grows. Like, Big Bang, it literally, for me, is, like, the epitome of this band. I like this band. Do you listen to K-pop? This band. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that, I mean, that's how it was for a long time for me. Like, I had heard, because I liked Big Bang, there's a few other ones that kind of, like, crossed, you know, yeah. crossed. Like, there was some 21 in there. Um super junior because i was like oh what is this this kind of music and and i ended up so i looked at yg and then i i looked at sm wow in 2008 right like it was it was really early yeah it was so different it's so different from now it's a different oh and shiny shiny but i think that happened a while after maybe two years after but um Yes, yeah, <laughs> their comeback God, soon. God. We'll we'll find out when their comeback is, and we'll do a deep dive on Shiny. Oh, I'm so down. Stick around. I watched a live version of Countless today, and I just fell in love with them all over again. Yeah, so I just really like I started to just love Big Bang. Like I was listening to Lies over and over, and then like My Heaven and Haru Haru. Oh, you know, oh, oh, so, yeah. like way back in the day. And Woo. then, um, when, so made, made dropped. So that's what, 2015? Yeah. Yeah. So made dropped and I lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the lid of the rabbit hole opened up and you looked inside and you were lost forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So the years prior, so 2008 to 2015 is just me like, yes, I have some Korean songs on, on my CDs. Right. right. <laughs> but after made, I was like, wait, 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 wait. This is great. Um, I need to find more. And so I became Bruh. addicted. And at Bruh. that point, uh, I came across Got7. And that was the beginning of the rabbit hole for me. You climbed in at that point. It was over. You you saw Jackson's jawline. And you were like, yo, I'm coming. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Bam Bam was like, what's up? <laughs> 
And you were like, woo! Wow, you've been in the K-hole for like six years now. Yeah. yeah. In the whole, like, literally, I didn't, like, before I showed you guys, I was just swirling around in this K-hole by myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, in terms for of years. time, you've lapped us and then lapped us again. Right. And honestly, you've spent more time alone liking K-pop than you've spent with friends. Just because the people that don't know where we live, uh, where Sasha used to live, she used to live where we are located. Like Buffalo. K-pop. K-pop is not at all like a thing here. Like there are like maybe two people I know that tolerate it if I want to play it. But Sasha was the only person, and she, obviously she was my K-pop Nuna who showed me the K-pop ways. She let me into the <laughs> rabbit hole. I've been falling ever since. But uh, uh, she, uh, when she introduced it to me, I was even a little bit like, yeah, yeah, I, li- I like a lot of Eastern Asian stuff. Like, I was really into J-rap. So when Sasha was like, yo, K-pop, is, you have, do you like it? She was kind of apprehensive about it, and I didn't understand. I understand now. Now. Yeah, because every time you go to show someone, right. they're like, what are you listening to? Right. And I think it was that perfect storm because I'm just like the perfect person just, just for K-pop. And like, it's the kind of music that literally resonates with me the most. And I didn't never heard it before. You're open minded to different experiences and you enjoy emotional music. Right. I don't necessarily have to understand it to enjoy it. And I think that comes from chorus. Singing in Latin for all those years and not understanding a word you're saying, but feeling it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's you, fair. You really don't you don't care so much the lyrics if you care the story that's being told with the melodies and the music. And when she showed me G Dragon, one of a kind, which we covered last episode, my 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 fall from grace into the K-pop rabbit hole. <laughs> Mine too. Right. Uh, when she showed me that, my first reaction was just kind of like. Oh, this is cool. It's Eastern, you know, Asian, and you know, I expect nothing less from them. They are very uh, entertaining. Uh, a lot of the entertainment that they put out, I enjoy. So I was like, I don't really. It's not surprised that I enjoy this. But then when Sashell started like showing me more K-pop, uh, when she would come over and like we'd hang out and we would chill and we'd have our K-pop nights, and then she was like, hey, "This is Got Seven, and I was just like. That was my first introduction to a boy group where I really, like, because Big Bang had been my thing. Like I said, you like a band. You like one band. I like band. I don't really like K-pop. I like I like Big Bang. And then she was like, got seven. And I was like, uh, they're a little boy bandy, though. And Sasha was like, that's the point. Watch. Each person is different. Each person's telling a different story. Like, you could look at it from that way if, like, you want to. Like, if you want to see the... Like, if you want to see that, sure. But look at it like the story. And I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it's funny to me that Big Bang and Got7, are we share those as our cherry poppers. Because <laughs> I relate to you so hard. Like, going from Big Bang and that, like, just, oh, my God, I love G-Dragon. I love all of them except for, you know. And then Got7. Specifically, got seven. I don't have girls, girls, girls that love me and Sebastian. Because <laughs> I'm over here like, yes, Jackson. Jackson with that weird hair thing yeah. on his head. 
Yes, dude. Meanwhile, I'm over here with my mind literally blown because I went from not knowing anything about this like style of music or anything to like completely making an a like a retail apartment purchase in the rabbit hole. <laughs> like right. buying real We're estate. We're buying real estate in the rabbit hole. <laughs> We're gonna stay. It's nice. Do you wanna go deeper? Yeah. I think deeper is better. Yeah, deeper is better. Like we could, I I am conti- still continuing yeah, to find. You... Like we talked about in the other episode, I have more recently um, accepted girl groups now, so that is changing everything. Yes, but to be honest, like <laughs> yeah, I was I was literally swimming in the K-pop hole for for about. Four four years? What are you right. guys on year two? Oh, uh, well, I'm on year two. She's on like a year and some months. Yeah, so I, I was solid, just like, like all by years. my lonesome listening to this because I didn't like it wasn't like I listened to it personally. I didn't right. like play it at parties or right. anything because people, people would be like, What is this? Now we play it at <laughs> bars when we go and just like I just stand there looking mad, like just say something. I was getting a ride home the other day, and I was like, I hope you guys like K-pop. And they were just like, a deflated balloon. <laughs> but honestly, like, I feel like because you've spent longer in the in the hole, like, your hole has gone so deep. And it's honestly, like, you, like, oh, God, I almost made a bad reference. But you, like, paved the way, to so to speak, for us because you drove you drove your hole right down into actual, like, Korean culture. Like you, you, you've kind of transcended. You went through like music, then dramas, which I'm finally starting to get on the drama train. And the variety shows. Dramas are great. Also, okay, after we're done filming this, I have to watch Running Man this week (laughs) and also Ibaku. Like, I have to. (laughs) You're obligated. You're contractually obligated. (laughs) Yeah, contractually obligated. Like, um, but yeah, like the thing about K-pop is it opened a whole world to me because um like Japanese, you know, I learned the alphabet when I was watching anime just to make like when they do, you know, when they do like excited like they do um it's not subtitles, but when there's like an expl- exclamation or something, they like, like it's in Japanese, in animes. In animes. It's like, like you know the equivalent it's... of like POW in a comic book. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, I wanted to be able to read like <laughs> what those were. So, you know. I can relate to that actually. Yeah. I wanted to be I wanted to be able to read things. And also like if I was buying things with Japanese text on it, I wanted to know kind of what it was saying or at right. least be able to sound it out um, so that I could ask Google. Yeah. Other- <laughs> Otherwise, you're just like me, which is buying Japanese Tamagotchis and having no idea what they say. Down two, right one, select. Down three, <laughs> left one, select. Like, that's how you remember how to maneuver. <laughs> I played Gundam games for so long like that. Just no idea what's on the screen. Right. So, but uh, being into K-pop at this time, I was like, okay, I need to kind of start understanding, like watching dramas is really what did it. Right. Is because like you would hear things over and over. 
like there was like there's a lot of kamsamnida and anyaseo and i was like what are these things like i i see the subtitles and i'm like but i kind of want to know like they also put random texts like you know someone will get a text on a phone in a drama and it won't be yeah we, we don't know like we don't know what they said <laughs> like i'm not i don't know who that like you you showed me your phone and you showed it's me the text green. and i have no you didn't give me anything else right. so i now i just like missed a piece of information and i like didn't want these things to happen anymore so i was like i'm gonna learn korean <laughs> vigilant <laughs> yeah right. so it's been a journey yeah which we'll do we'll do yeah. a whole other episode about our episode dive into the language because you, first of all no judgment. We will not judge anyone for trying to learn. Obviously, we are at very different stages of various different stages of learning. But when we do that episode, we'll actually go into depth about how much we each of us know, how much each of us have like self-taught slash been taught from somebody slash watch TV so much that you pick things up. What parts of the language <laughs> resonate right. with us? But for now, the thing that sticks out to me about that, Sasha, is like, how different Korean is from Japanese in the sense of like Japanese. I've been into Japanese stuff for a long time. I've had games that are in Japanese. I've had the same experience as Sashala's had reading mangas and wanting to see what like the, mm-hmm. you know, and like the, you know, the heartbeat noise that, that they'll put in in Japanese. And you're just like, oh, like I can kind of tell what it is, but I, it, it would hit different if I knew what it meant. But when I tried to learn Japanese, it was so intimidating because the steps uh seem to escalate drastically like you seem to like get one concept and then the next concept seems like i just did so much work to get this concept and now i'm moving up to this concept and it's it's messing up everything i know about the first concept and and i feel like korean really stood out to me as a language again we'll get into it more later but it really had like this effect on me to like have be watching a variety show like running man or men on a mission or and them put korean on the screen and me actually recognize it like me actually like recognize what they're saying or what they mean and like to me that's just like the tip of the iceberg like that's where sasha's rabbit holes kind of led us to this like genuine appreciation for the isolated culture of korea like it's so different from other places and i think that's why people are so drawn to it right now it's certainly why we're all down here yeah in this deep asshole no i totally relate to that because the style of comedy that is uh prevalent at least as far as i know in korean culture is like totally different than comedy in american culture and i I vibe with it i vibe with it hard (laughs) i vibe with it hard man yeah I agree, but honestly, through watching um, variety shows and dramas, like I was learning th- or I was seeing things uh, that I didn't understand, and that made me want to learn more about the culture. Like right. I was seeing like people acting differently towards older old people, people who are like just slightly older, bro. you know. And I was like, why? I don't understand. Like there were certain situations that I didn't understand right. in the drama uh, that, that we just happening. watched. Remember, we were asking questions about like why uh, certain people were being turned away from. Shameless the... plug. <laughs> in go romance watch. is a bonus book. Like at the the leopard moment when they go to the club, we were like, why are these girls being turned away even though they look great? <laughs> like why would why weren't they allowed in the club? Like is that an yeah. age thing? 
There are cultural yeah, we were like, elements of Korean culture yeah. that just like we we don't have in America. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's few and far between, but uh when older women go to clubs, they can get in if they look good. Yeah. Oh, in America? Bro, in America. They, they can get in if they don't. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. All there You're has right. to be is a low ratio. And that that security guard or that bouncer's just like, mm. right. <laughs> I'll try. Right. Because right. in American culture, like girls are what you want in like a club they for some reason they make you but money dude in this uh version of the show that we watched these girls were turned away from the club and we were like is that because they're considered older like that might be yeah because they were because they were like 40 uh but yeah it was so the age thing but it also like there were a lot of situations similar like that um that i just wasn't understanding and it really made me want to try to to learn because I was interested in, like, I'm watching these dramas and I'm loving them. Yes. I'm loving them. Honestly, the subtle, the subtlety of romances, it, like, coming from Korean entertainment yes. is right up my alley. Because yes. I like rom-coms, but in America, sure. we're literally um, over-sexualized, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's and in the I, way of the I story. appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate the subtlety of the romances. Like they're literally like, like if they touch hands, it's like a moment a and you're right. like, right. how'd you even build up to that artistically? Like and how did, I'm, how did you make that? Like my heart just thumped. I think this is a good, good <laughs> spot for the disclaimer real quick, just cause we're now entering into how we feel about the actual culture of Korea. So, we obviously are not Korean, okay? And I want to make a disclaimer and say that while we say we love Korean culture and we love uh, the way that Korean comedy and we love this, we are generalizing in the sense of what we know and the scope of what we know. And I just want everyone to realize, like, to, to know from this disclaimer that we are just expressing how we feel about the things in K-pop and in Korean culture that we like. Yes. We understand there are things about it that we don't understand. We, we understand there are things we don't know. Are not so experts. We're we not are... Korea booze either. <laughs> yeah. I also want to make a secondary disclaimer. Disclaimer that... within a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Even though we're talking about Korean culture and how much we like it, it does not mean for in any way that we dislike our own culture. Go watch yeah. our cop podcast about that <laughs> mixed edition. Go yeah. check it out, please, please. Uh, yes, but um, like you guys, I totally agree. I, Comedy I, is great, and I love variety shows. And the thing is, is uh, even in America, I like game shows, like shows that are active and they're doing they're doing fun things. But a variety show is literally like comedy mixed with game show mixed with celebrities i'm like this it's everything is the best thing ever bro i i challenge all of uh like anyone listening that likes korean culture likes k-dramas if you go on a uh what's that site rakuten vicky Vicky, not a sponsor not a sponsor yeah if you go on that site uh they offer a crazy amount of stuff and it's really fun to go and watch like discontinued or like show variety shows that have ended because 
dude, not only do you get like the spread of celebrities from like all different generations, depending on how old the show is, like the concepts are crazy. Like shout out to Master Key. That show was yes. awesome. That show was literally awesome. It's if creative. Anyone, if, yeah. If anyone's listening, like bring back, bring Master, back Key. Master Key. It's creative. It's challenging. Like the logic puzzles and the strategy in Master Key is not something it. that I'd ever seen in a like American game shows. Or no, like that. no, because right. they don't want celebrities don't necessarily want you to see that side of them they want they mm. only want the side of them that they have curated to make their money to be shown and i'm not saying that's a blanketed statement okay i'm not saying all celebrities are like this but in america right. it's more common for an american Amer- american celebrities and even western celebrities in general british celebrities to be separate like to to have their personal life over here and then their professional life out in front where unless they do reality shows and even then, though, dude, like you never know how much of that is is scripted, fabricated, scripted or fabricated, bro. right? But in in dramas, obviously the same thing applies. Obviously, you know, you never know how much of it is scripted in drama. But you see the consistency of the people. Like you feel like you get to really feel like you know these people because they're so genuine about what they do. Mm-hmm. So, like, shows like uh, Running Man, the reason why I really, really think Running Man has had the success it has had is because everyone on that show is, like, how they would be in real life. And they all have known each other for a really long time. So there's shorthand that's created between the cast members that we as an audience pick up on because it's genuine. It's a genuine shorthand. Now, obviously, is are there actors out there that don't have? Yes, 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 yes. All over the world, yes. But what I'm saying is, in Korea, per per show, per capita, like you find way more genuinely awesome concepts and shows and friendships, and it's way more entertaining now to watch a Men on a Mission. Now that I have the love I have for every one of those cast members and seeing them in anything else is just like. The same person, but in a different thing. Seeing, uh, what's his name? Singun, uh, from Men on a Mission. What's his name? Is that his name? I might be, I might be I butchering know. that. Lee Sugun. Lee Sugun. Sugun. Okay. So, so like the the personalities spanning across multiple variety shows, like Lee Sugun, like like seeing him in Master Key made Master Key for me because I knew how much of, like a devious like. Like, he's always trying to win. He's always trying to play dirty. He's always trying to, you know, and I've seen him on Men on a Mission be that kind of guy, and I'm sure he's been in a bunch of other stuff. And it's so genuine that all these strangers who came to play the game, he tricks all of them into believing. Oh, yes, spoiler. He tricks all of them into believing (laughs) he's the, uh, was it the devil? No, he was the devil. He tricks all of them into believing he's the angel. And it was the funniest thing to watch ever because he, all he did was just be himself. Yep. That's all he did was go up to people and be like, he was like, I'm the devil. And they're like, what? And he's like, I'm the devil. I'm telling telling you, I'm the devil. And they were like, no, you're an angel. Like, you're just trying to, he's like, what, what, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I try and do that? So everyone's heads are all spinning because they think he's the, now the angel or the devil. And at the end, he actually won. And you're just like, dude, this dude is, I root for him in anything I see him in. And it's hard to say that there are a lot of American celebrities that share that status in my mind. And it's literally just because you don't ever really feel like, you know them like the yeah closest, i've 
Go ahead. I feel you because I feel connected to. That's why I watch Running Man and Ilba, Ilba, I, Ibakio. Yeah. Uh, that's why I watch those. I feel connected to the cast members. And then also another good point is that when you do watch a variety show, uh, if you like certain people, you want to look up the thing, the other things that they've been in, which I've done. And that exposed me to all new content. Huge. World. So my K hole got deeper. <laughs> that happens every time you find a new person you love, because there's a deep, like wealth of content for each person that you fall in love with. It's it's yeah. I don't want to say it's a problem, but it's it's kind of a problem because I don't never end. It's, it's a never problem ending. if you want to like, relate to American culture. That, and I, we live in America, bro. Like that's that's the thing, because corn like honestly, honestly, to the people out there listening who are like these dudes, these guys are all Korea boots. Like, I, I really want you to understand that uh, me and Danny's K-pop like journey was beginning wasn't that long before the global pandemic COVID started so we right? literally have just had nothing like else in terms of relating to our fellow man right and we've just been consuming it on on an unreal level and it be, starts to become this thing where like i'll hear a uh my perfect example okay i used to be a, i've said this before on the podcast i used to be a music snob and i used to just kind of like only like music that I felt like had a deep like it's got to have meaning man it's got to be deep man I have since rectified this I get down to a bop and little Nas X I will say this I am not afraid to say this I am not a fan of the song Old Town Road I know BTS did a version it's better but it's not it's not it's not my favorite song so I wasn't a fan and then he came out with his latest song Holiday as of this, it was like a couple months ago. And I was just like ex fully expecting to not like this song. But because K-pop has like morphed my ear into really enjoying how melodies play on beats and how people play with the beat and how like just because I don't hear like I don't understand the words all the time that I've started liking music that I never would have liked before in an American culture. Like that song is a bop. I just I freaking wake up and just start bopping it and i'm like dude 15 year old sebastian 16 year old sebastian would slap me he would literally full on just like <laughs> right? you are a traitor to your people <laughs> i was just like bro i don't i get it i get that it it's not exactly the most uh, complicated or deep or meaningful music but bro i feel it i feel it now thanks to k-pop and korean culture and honestly you know what we should check into? Korean comedians. I like I know we see them on the show, but do they do stand up? I've yeah, never uh, seen a Korean stand up. No, they do other shows. Like there are there's a I know that there's a really popular comedy show cuz uh Yang Se Chan. Oh. Who is on Running Man mm. is a comedian as is his brother, his older brother Yang Se Hun. So, so many talented people in such a yeah, small so, part of the yeah, I want to um, see. I want to see Jay Sook stand up if he has some out there. That'd be really oh. fun. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if stand up is the right term for what they do. I'm sure they do. Like, because I feel like every comedian that I've seen uh, in Korea does something that's akin to a show. 
and not not just like up there telling jokes, but they do like skits and stuff. Because mm. mm. right. I think more up more along the lines of Korean comedy. And I do kind of love how much you have to kind of know about Korean culture to understand the comedy. Like, yeah, I'm it's sure a lot it's of like improv improv skits, like right. those kind. Like it has that feel. But when we were watching a uh, uh, dude basketball dude. Jang-hoon? So names. Sang-hoon? Jang Jang-hoon. Jang-hoon. So when we were watching Jang-hoon do a skit on, I think it was Men on a Mission, he they were making jokes about him being married multiple times. And at They're the, always my, making fun of him right, for his marriage. The first time I saw that, I was actually with Sachelle, and I asked him, like, why is that, a, is that a thing in Korea? And she was like, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily as big a stigma as it was, but, like, it's like if you've been married more than more than once, they they'll they'll come at you for it. And I was like, "That's so icy, bro!" Like he just brought <laughs> up that man's business, and like now every time I see it, I, I'm in on the joke. I get it. Like I understand something that I you know, unless I went to Korea and talked to the people, would never have understood otherwise. Right. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of um interesting jokes like that. Like I know. Um, there are a lot of culturally like relevant jokes. Like they have a version of SNL, and where we like our SNL did like a political skit on mm. like the debate. Mm. Their SNL literally was making fun of plastic surgery. Nice. Wow. Like straight, straight up. And I was like, that wouldn't happen in in America. I guess, like. I, wait. I, I mean, I guess it's something to be said about Korean comedy, though, is that, like, Gangnam Style is arguably the most famous K-pop song in America ever. So up up until BTS, obviously. But, like, it was yeah. it was huge. I mean, Psy is still killing it. Right, but Psy is, is <laughs> uh, P-Nation. We, we wrap up in here, man. We but love Psy P-Nation. is obviously satirical. Like, he, like, mm-hmm. he's a com- He's here he's to make fun of it. Yeah. He's a comedian and a musician, very talented at both. So, like, it says <laughs> As evidenced by his cameo in JYP oh, and Rain's song. Rain and JYP's duet. That was such a good... Yo, if you haven't seen it, and I know JYP, a lot of people are like, eh, JYP. listen, man, that man gets points for being hilarious. Okay, he trolls himself so much. And it, it, it's it's funny. So but so Sai, good. Sai is a comedian, and I feel like that that has something to say for Korean entertainment. And I think the world is starting to notice. I mean, obviously, Parasite Wing and Oscar, and then, like, you, you kind of expand it to, like, there are more Netflixes diving into dramas. Like, they're dropping new dramas all the time. Like, at first, it was, like, Which what? I love it. Three of them? It, it was, like, Kingdom yeah, and, like, I would, When I ones. started... No, there like this is like well before Kingdom, but honestly, um, it didn't start until like it was just like two or two or three years ago, maybe, that there was any Eastern Asian uh stuff like, that wasn't anime entertainment on Netflix that was nice. not cartoons. At least not on yeah. the American like servers, like yeah, not in a, wherever yeah. you are. But on yeah, our Netflix. perfect timing for me because now I'm getting into all that good stuff. Right, and, and it's I available. mean, it's just a crazy time, and I think that speaks really like we're not out here just gassing Korea up for nothing. Like, like the world is starting to recognize that for a small country, its population is smaller than 
some states uh, in the, in the yeah. United States to be so talented. And I kind of want to end on this topic. If you guys are cool with that, we're kind of getting close to time here. I have one thing to say, and then that's fine. The the per capita talent that Korea has. Now, the thing that I wanted to talk about is the fact that they're, they expect more out of their entertainers. I mean, there, it's, there's judges out. It's, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But, but just as a whole, idols, uh, that's what the musicians tend to be called and some actors uh, tend to be called. They're called <laughs> Only good-looking ones. Right, right. They're called that <laughs> because, like, literally, they're, they are figures of which to idolize. Now, not every idol fits that role. But I do like that they try to be upstanding in image like i do like that they are they care what they're telling their youth they care what they're saying and obviously the underground korean rap scene is horde it's horde but it's still like like i still feel like you have more like people expect more of you if you're trying to be famous in korea they're not just going to give you all their money and give you all their time and give you all their uh, attention different from america nothing it's definitely different than American culture, dude. Right. And I just wanted to say that that is, and I want you guys to talk about, that is my personal, like, why Korea is standout to me, at least in the entertainment, is that they expect more of their famous people. They expect them to be role models and to be people that uh, people look up to. No, I can relate to that. That's cre- awesome. It's like they're creating a more complete picture of that person than what we would get, you know, in American culture. And I noticed that in uh, K-dramas because, like, in American culture, if you have, we have, like, romantic movies, rom-coms, and it's Mm -hmm. mostly, like, uh, female-oriented energy. And for me, the thing that I enjoyed a lot about K-dramas is the male perspective. Like, me and Sasha watched this one recently. You should check it out on Drama Queens. Where the uh, the guy, like the male lead, finds out, or he's talking to the girl, and he's like, oh, you know, there's always, like, one person that gets you on an emotional level. Like, that person's me, right? That's that person? I'm that person for you? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then he does, like, the most adorable dance. <laughs> it's the best. And to be honest, like, the love in these dramas, like, is so innocent and pure and i love it i love it does leave some to the imagination i have seen some dramas where it's not quite so pure but it makes it there and they were from korea let me tell you korea can they can they can get it done american style for sure yeah i mean that's a byproduct of korea being a lot more popular is that they are now uh Things are being integrated, and there are positive things. Like we talked about last episode, with like Hwasa and Hyolin and all these like f- feminine Jesse, all these feminine figures who really are stepping up and standing up for uh, positive body images for girls. That K-pop mm-hmm. has not been doing. Like a lot of these girls are really tall and really skinny, and that's been a-, a beauty standard for a while. So it's really cool to see that side of things. But then you also get the other side of things where. A lot of the things that make Korean stuff awesome is that innocence or that purity mm. that kind of is slowly 
turning away from. Well, so even like, with all those queens, like in American culture, it's uh, normal to have like a boss type lady because we have people like, uh, you know, Beyonce to look up to. But in Korean culture, where it is more like uh, submissive for females, those girls who are standing up and, and being confident and strong are even more respected, at least by me, because of the environment Respect that the they're hustle, choosing bro. to be yeah. in. It can't be. It's not easy to be a woman anywhere, and I'm sure in Korea it's not. It's not easy, right? And like that, that makes me respect the work ethic of these celebrities, which I can't say about a lot of America. Like, like the closest we get is like I. <laughs> it's kind of corny that I would say this, but it's Uncle Uncle Will, bro. Will Smith has kind of. Given us like, dude, with his Instagram and like his YouTube and stuff like that, he's given us a glimpse into like his life and his like real life, right? Yeah. And and he really has shared a pieces of himself. And then he makes funny fire content, and then you feel endeared to him. You feel like, oh man, like I love Will Smith. Like if I ever got a chance to like hang out with Will Smith, I totally would. I feel that way about more Korean uh, people who I can't communicate with. <laughs> More Korean celebrities that I can literally per cannot capita. communicate with, per, per, like you know, and I could like more than Americans. And I've only been in K-pop for what two years. Like I, right. I feel so much more connection because of how willing they are to be themselves. Oh, now, for sure. this is actually perfect because this is exactly what I wanted to be. It's changing. I think a really good, this is kind of a hot take, and I think Sachelle has an opinion about this as well, but uh, a perfect example of this is in Hypen. Now, if you don't know who in Hypen or in Hyphen or however you want to say it, it uh, is, they are Big Hit's newest boy group that debuted under the uh, Island survival show. And mm -hmm. they, we all fell in love with those kids, uh, not creepy, during the show, when we wa when we were watching, <laughs> really the show. not creepy. Really not creepy. Yeah. We genuinely wanted the best for these kids. Uh, yeah. Gunu, keep fighting, bud. Gunu, <laughs> Gunu, yes. Daniel, keep fighting, bud. But uh, they they their personalities were really on display. You really got to know who they are. You really got to root for them as people. Now they've debuted, and I kind of don't care. I listen to their music because it's good. Like Flicker is still that bop. And, you know, give and taken, I enjoy. But I don't have the same feeling when I watch them, like, do their content anymore. Because they feels like they are all trying to be manufactured to be like BTS. And I don't mean, like, like BTS, like, in style. But I mean, like, in message and in, like... And some Koreans just aren't... Like, like, like Heesung, the leader, just isn't really equipped to be a standout voice for anything. Like, RM is the perfect mouthpiece for the message that BTS is trying to to say. Whereas I feel like in Hypen, because they're trying to manufacture that feeling, mm. it comes across a lot more stiff. They look scared. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. And again, this is a hot take, people. That I love, is a hot take. I love take. them. I love them. I, I wish them the best. I know they will grow. I am being patient. But I'm just saying, like, the BTS has had a profound impact on K-pop. There are going to be a lot of people who are going to try and mimic that. And I just want uh, the K-pop community as a whole to be with us on this and say, like, yes, change is good. 
but also remember what made it special and like let's keep a piece of that you know what i mean like let those boys be who they genuinely want to be like i know nikki ain't out here being like "Ooh, love yourself he's like yo i want to uh, i want to uh, 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 uh. like he wants to dance man he wants to he get it dance. right like let, let them be who they want i'm more interested uh. in seeing who they want to be than I am in seeing them try and be like BTS. Yeah, because the thing that I love about BTS is the truth behind their message. Anyone can say love yourself, but BTS is like embodying that, right? So if Unhypen found their like truth and embodied that, yeah, I'm here for that. Right. But I mean, you know. No, I feel you. I think uh, in terms of Unhypen, so... I agree that I was really, really very interested uh, during Island. Like I voted on every every episode, every week. Yeah, every week I made sure to vote and I made sure to text you guys to vote. We coordinated our votes for who we wanted to. to. That's just funny (laughs) to me because we didn't like you were telling us all about it. Like, bro, you gotta watch it. We were like, yeah, okay. And then as soon as we actually like put the time in every hour and ate popcorn dramatically while watching it, we're like, yeah, we're not only are we downloading the apps, but like we got our picks. We like created fantasy teams. We're like, who do we want to make it through? We literally did. We did all. Yeah, this. we went so we went so are, hard. If you're interested island. in an episode about like what we thought, let us know because it's it's in depth, bro. It's in depth. <laughs> But uh, it didn't turn out the way we wanted. Not oh, completely. but what I, yeah, not completely. But what I was going to say is, yes, I, w- I was totally in the island. And now that they have debuted, they don't have as much content. Like I even, I started to watch their like journey to debut show, yeah. which was, uh, what was it called? And Hype and Me? I didn't watch it. I I think I think it was called in hyping to me uh, on Vicky. I think it was under Island Two, but um, I couldn't. I don't know. They lost their individuality for me. Same. And and like the connection. So like during Island, I was just like like I knew what drives each of them did, what each of them wanted to do and why they wanted this and what they wanted out of it. Right. Yeah, after Island, they were completely just kind of like silenced and and I didn't I didn't like it. So they look scared. Yeah, like their I mean- songs their songs, songs are, are good. So good. So yeah, good. their songs are good, and they're they are super talented. But I'm kind of waiting until they find their identity as a group. Same. Because I'm, the first, like, honestly, for any rookie group, like the first album is always, almost always, just kind of like a manufactured, right. We don't trust you guys to do it by yourself yet. But they're clearly following a formula at this point. Like they had Jake do their whole trailer, which I'm sorry, love him, but he's not like the most. They did multiple trailers. Well, do you remember yeah. they did a trailer and like it was all in English? He's like reading a story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's the only one in the group who can, that can speak, speak English. English. I mean, Jay can speak Jay. English. Jay. Yeah. 
Jay is. Uh, Jay probably wanted to do it, and they just like didn't. Literally, the anger, resentment, shame. This is a anger, resentment, shame. But yes, so uh, Jay is my man. But uh, I was gonna say yes. I'm waiting. Um, I know that like they need this time to like get it together. Yeah. but it's still I just, not it's, I don't know it's together a little bit. I just wish companies gave a little more breathing room to 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 find that faster because I want to I want to give a shout out because I know a lot of people are not going to be shocked to hear this but I am a stay I'm a hard stay I love straight kids. me too I, I stay <laughs> kids yes. now now a huge reason why I stay in them and it's complicit in this is like they have been doing what they want to do even if like jyp has his hand in it and, and like tells them what to release and whatnot uh three racha bang chan chanbin and uh han, han literally like don't they literally don't stop trying to get themselves in every song like they don't stop trying <laughs> to let themselves and they're not that they're a lot of people think stray kids is like a, a season but they're like what three years old like realistically, yeah. four years old, or and something. They, they are on their hustle, and they are on their hustle. And bro, I, I love seeing them get a message. I love seeing Han say a line that he really thought was clever, and I love seeing Banchan sing a melody that he really enjoys. And I, and it, it is built from the fact that like JYP, who doesn't have the best, uh, you know, reputation with giving artists their freedom. JYP is very, very stubborn, so he's like, no, I'll only accept the songs that I accept. So I feel like, you know, if you're a GOT7 fan, you know what's going on, and we'll do an episode talking about GOT7 coming up soon. But you know that JB, the leader, was very frustrated at how much, like, he had to, like, face rejection at the hands of JYP. And, I mean, obviously it's JYP's company. He wants to make sure he's putting out music he likes. But by the same token, now everything is in JYP's image which lends to a sound. We all know the JYP sound. Like, we all know what that sounds yeah, like Yeah, you right? can hear it. And Stray Kids, but I feel like Banchan in particular, who does not get enough credit, in my opinion, uh, Banchan and the rest of Three Racha were like, okay, we're going to write as many songs as it takes for us to get the ones we want <laughs> made. Like, we're they're literally overload like... overload you with options. Right, like where right? JB was kind of like, Ugh. smoldering because he put his heart and soul into every song he made right i feel like bantan is like oh you don't like that one? Oh, how about this one? Oh, you don't like that one? Oh, how this one you don't like that one or how about this one <laughs> and i i think that like that yeah. is that is like proof like you if you get a special group of kids together which we we all believed in hyping to be special we still do like those kids are do. talented man they're talented kids mm. Like, give them the space in the room to grow into who they they want to be, to find their voice. And I think that that's part of Western culture that is kind of ingrained in our music is, like, people use it for, have been using it for expression for so long that it starts to, like, you know, have that, like, emotional connection to it. And if you don't have that because everything you're, you're singing or doing is manufactured for you, you like we've seen it happen in America. We've seen yeah. it happen to to stars in America. Britney Spears, for example, who like you know she's she's an amazing musician. People forget that. They'll forget. No, she really she is really talented. Musician. She was talented from the time she was a kid. You got Lady Gaga doing the same thing. Like 
Like people look at them and they're like, oh, they're manufactured to hell. They're manufactured to hell. I'm like, yeah, because of their circumstance, not because it's what they wanted. And I feel that right. way about hyping. It like, would be better without it. Because, dude, like you can't even smother a sunflower. You got to let it grow. You and your flowers. You and your flowers. Your flowers. Always well, taking up the air. Let it breathe. I'm just kidding. I mean, yes. We, I mean, we're going on a rant about Enhypen right, right. and entertainment. But no, which I mean, it's a whole episode. Yes. Out in and of itself. But it is how I wanted to end this episode because talking to you as someone who has seen the generations of K pop come and go and like really seen it like mature, like your take on this, like, and Hypen is a really good, uh, like example of like where k-pop is kind of heading for good and for bad and you know I, that's kind of how i wanted to end this episode we talked about our korean appreciation it would be interesting to hear the progression that sashel's seen right. and also what she hopes to see in the future right yeah so i mean to be honest i agree that k-pop is is heading in the direction of something that's manufactured but what i've seen and from my personal experience, and like I said, I started uh, with Big Bang, which was a shift in K-pop by itself. Right. Uh, so I started with one shift, and I watched a bunch of people attempt to copy. <laughs> attempt. Oh, yeah. It was being... a real awkward. The third gen, early third gen was weird. <laughs> 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 good music was good but the mvs had some interesting black and white cons always black and white always black and white, <laughs> black and white super contest. dramatic yeah yeah um but the thing is is what i've noticed is that there's always gonna be another come up so while there will be a bunch of people attempting to copy what's super popular and trending right now because right. that's what and like they're like, oh, this is the thing that people want to right. listen to. I mean, what are we doing? We're hosting a K-pop podcast because guess what? Trending. Trending. <laughs> and we trending. love trending. If you love and something love that's it. trending, make a podcast. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> so there's always gonna be people, but then there's gonna be another Big Bang or another yep. BTS or someone that shifts. As soon Shift as you make the K-pop world, there's gonna be a rebel. Right. Yeah, there's gonna be someone who's like, yo, let me level this up. And you know, I'm just oh. waiting for that to happen. Bro, and it will. It's only and I love ending on this positive note here. It's only a matter of time before American rappers start featuring Korean rappers on their music. It's only a matter of time, man. Like, and I, I cannot wait for that day. Cause you know they spit. You know they spit. I mean, I'm spit. not gonna lie. Missy Elliott already collabed with GD. Right. So. And then, like, you got Wale. And that was and a RM. long time ago. Right. But yeah. I'm saying, like, it's going to, it's about to become mainstream, bro. Like, you're going to hear Korean verses in the future. I, I, on a mainstream radio, I am, I'm confident. I would love that. I would love that. Yes. But yeah, I'm actually really, I'm really excited to see what the next level of K pop looks like. Same. I'm I'm really grateful that I have my two best friends here to do it with. And hopefully, maybe some more best friends. Come on in. Join us. Join us. That has been <laughs> our third episode of Kia Not Korea. If you liked what you heard, please 
follow us on Spotify or iTunes, download or whatever, or head on over to YouTube where we have video versions of these podcasts as well as segments that we do. We try different things. We bring up snacks a lot, but we do other things too. Like yeah. we, t- we review. Do we know stuff. what they are? Yes. Do we know what they yes, are? Yes, I know no. what they are this time. We review <laughs> dramas. We talk about. Yeah, that's it, actually. <laughs> we review dramas. We eat snacks. We try different scientific experiments that aren't actually science. And we do awesome debates on K-pop stuff. But and- mostly we grow and we broaden our experience. Oh, damn. I don't like that end. That was so cringy. So what I'm going to do <laughs> instead. Can we can we keep that in just because it was yes. cringy? <laughs> yeah, Danny's like, you must. No, I'm, In the true Korean spirit, cringy. it's authentic. It's authentic. Me and he sung. Oh, God, no, no. Don't bring that message. All right. <laughs> yes. We need to hang this up. We love you guys. <laughs> Annyeong. Annyeong. <laughs> <laughs>